0: Welcome to Two Crazy Scoots Podcast with your hosts Ao and Antino. This week we have our special guest, Damien Coates and Bosses. He's going to talk to us a little bit about music, uh, the mariachis, being Greek, and uh, Windex. So.
1: Top, top product right there. Yep. So
0: I, I enjoy <laughs> this week's uh, podcast. Hello, everybody. and Welcome to Two Crazy Scoots Podcast. <laughs> Again, I'm your host, Antino, with uh, Damian. This week. How you feeling? I'm feeling great. Uh
1: ready for this these s'mores we're gonna about to have and about to make over this little fire we have.
0: Yeah, dude. See, like I've asked not a lot of people, but some people to be on the podcast and everyone's like, But I don't have <coughs> anything to say. But they you automatically
1: man- had a Beatles <laughs> <laughs> accent, <laughs> yes.
0: Well, I don't have <laughs> But you man, you hopped right on it. So thanks. Yeah, of
1: course. I mean I was like, you know, I've gotta support the no. A great podcast, you know, with all these <laughs> amazing viewers and our listeners, better said, not viewers.
2: Thank you. Thank you for calling it great. Great. Of course, I that's, I that's what that. it is. And he actually listened to it a little bit. Oh, you listen? Of course I listen to it. Why would I, why would I
1: come on to something
2: not knowing As what Jacob. it is? Oh, wow. Oh, you're doing better than me. I haven't heard a single <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah. Aaron doesn't listen to I it. I don't It's because he doesn't have to edit it. That's why he's like, my voice is perfect. The yeah. first one, he didn't
1: even
0: know we were doing a podcast. We were just sitting there and talking. <laughs> and then Antonio. Like, you're recording my conversation. <laughs> he's like, like who yes. are you? The CIA? <laughs> better. Yeah, so this week uh, I wanted to talk to Damien because obviously we – we're both very musical people.
1: Yes, yes. I mean, you more than me, but
2: no, no, no. Stop, please. <laughs> He's blushing. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, some- I Oh, I just want to throw it out there that Antino has several albums out there. No, I oh don't. yes, I know. I I'm trying I to know. Ta- I'm trying get exist. him to put them on Spotify, but he refuses. No,
1: I'm gonna hack him, hack into his computer, and I'm gonna take all of them and oh, just put them on go. Spotify. And I'm gonna be like, Antino, oh, they're,
2: they're if great, you think so. that this and is on badly, as well. yeah, some of them, yeah. But Just throwing that out there. Anyway, continue.
0: Anyways, so now that we got that out of the See, way. See, you have albums. I don't even have a song. A song? albums. Well, that's why I wanted to talk to you because we're going to educate Aaron today. <sighs> yes. Okay. About right. mariachis. Okay. And Mexican music. Sounds we were just great. watching the Texas Tornadoes here and he, was, uh, yes. he thought Amazing. it was quite comical. <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> Amazing text mics.
0: We're sitting here enjoying
2: about? it and
0: Aaron's laughing at the
2: guy's <laughs> oh, hair. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Hey, that was. Again, we need. To, we're, we will put pictures up so you can see what I was laughing at. But the no. guy's hair was. Um...
0: Can you explain to him who that is? Oh, sorry. No. Yeah, who
2: is that?
1: I think Antonio is probably going to be uh, the better person to explain that. But let me just say something about the, the hair, the hairstyle. Um, yeah, most of the groups like that, like Los Tigres del Norte, like most of those, you know, vocalists have that if you look up pictures and they all have that kind of um 1980s little mullet going there
0: but yeah i'm not exactly sure when that was what year that was from what we were watching we'll have to research that it? All,
2: all i saw was mullet was <laughs> like,
1: so hey that's so the I, style i don't have a mobile number for Owen johnson you'll yeah. need to uh, there goes the CIA again. Exactly.
0: There you go. <laughs> I'm going to put my phone to the side now. So, yeah, there's a lot of different types of Mexican music, which I was not aware of until yes. we worked on that project last year, and you uh, sat down and explained to me a lot about the different styles. I don't know if you want to talk about that this year. <clears throat> yeah, I mean,
1: there's a lot of different styles of Mexican music. Um, there's like Duranguenses, Jopangos, um <clears throat> you know, Norteños, Sierrenos, and stuff like that. And that's just more popular now with a lot of people that play, you know, like 12-string guitars and we will sit there and just do all this stuff. And then there's also, the like, the project that we did, mariachi music and even some Spanish rock and roll and stuff like that. That's where, like, Mana came out, and mm-hmm. that's where they really came out of, or, like, um, Jesse and Joy. They're kind of like a pop, you know, rock and roll but in spanish obviously but
0: huh. never heard of him i don't know about you aaron is that your uh cup of tea
2: you know what honestly for this i'm just i'm learning so that's why i'm listening to today <laughs> he's, taking, he's taking notes he's gonna take a nap I, in the back <laughs> yeah. this is all new for me so. he's like he's like wake me up when when you're done talking about this no no this I'm, I'm listening, I'm, listening. I, I'm learning oh, okay i'm learning something yeah, new but
0: um so then like just walk us through your experience with uh just your musical journey, I guess we'll call it. Musical journey. Like, All right. When did you um, start playing an instrument?
1: An instrument, um, I believe it was probably like fourth or fifth grade when they let us, you know, start, you know, have music music class and you know band or orchestra, and then that's when I picked up. <clears throat> I had picked up the trumpet originally, so that's the first instrument I ever really played. Because, and it was actually because of mariachi, um, because we had gone and. Cause in, in my old high school, every year they did like kind of like a talent show, but with mariachis and folklorico and all that. And I was probably like six or seven, and they, um, the elementary schools and middle schools will go during the day on that Friday before they have the night nightly performance. <laughs> um, and they'll and they performed all these different songs. And then when I saw that, I was like, "Yeah, I want to play trumpet. Like, I want to play something in the mariachi." But I was like, once I heard a particular song that. Um, inspired one of the songs for that whole um, project that we did. Uh-huh. That's kind of the song that I was like, "Yeah, I need to learn trumpet." How like, did your family
0: feel about you learning trumpet at fourth and fifth grade?
1: <laughs> um, it was it wasn't the best, I guess you would say, but it was funny because when I chose trumpet, everybody else was like choosing all these other instruments. Because usually, the way it works is a lot of the music. Well, back in the day, um. It was a lot of the musical um, stores like Chicago Music, you mm-hmm. know, No Metronome Music, all those places, they'd have this night where they go to each elementary school for the fourth and fifth graders and you'd go in and, you know, you'd um, you'd be able to look at all the instruments and like, kind of see other people that already know how to play these instruments mm-hmm. and you'd be able to rent right there and they you know, they'd write a slip and then two or three days later you'd go into the store and you'd get whatever instrument it was. Oh, wow. So when we went, the lady was like, oh, well, the trumpet's actually the cheapest instrument if you were to buy it or to rent it. I oh. think it was like, like $7, $8 a month or maybe like $10 a month, I don't remember. But huh. my for parents were happy about that. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I, I remember my mom, and my dad, and even my sister were always like, no, like I would sit there because I'm very, you know, stubborn when it comes to, especially music, since I'm such a perfectionist on all these things, I'll sit there for hours and hours on end and just play the same three, four notes and play it again and again until I make sure I can do it at speed and the way it's supposed to sound and everything.
0: Uh-huh. So how long do you think it took for you to get where you felt you are at least proficient with it?
1: Um, Probably each instrument, it probably, it varied. But for the trumpet, probably it took, in my opinion, probably after like three, four months of like sitting there and practicing and doing everything, I thought I was able to, actually be able to play something like a song or something but again it was in elementary school so it was like basic you know nursery rhymes or like lullabies and stuff like that where we play on trumpet and we have our concerts Mm -hmm. so it wasn't anything like the project that we did it wasn't anything big like that but then in high school obviously as you get older you can pick up stuff a lot quicker and in high school after probably like two three weeks of playing the guitars when i was i realized i was like okay i can Play a few songs, and that's when I started Mariachi too. So,
0: yeah, that's what I thought was pretty cool is because I've been playing guitar since I was (coughs) like 12, 13. Um, But me and you, completely different styles. When I was trying to uh, play with El uh, Relampago, Mm -hmm. I can't even pronounce this right, but when we were trying to learn that. It was it was really different than what I'm used to, you know. There's no such thing as shredding in uh, mariachi music I find.
1: <laughs> yeah, unless you have the whole text mix or the whole, you know, you know, mixes of different things. But yeah, it it is difficult for especially obviously every genre has its own its own, you know, problems and techniques that so you have to learn eventually. Like with classical music you have to learn how to be able to move your fingers quickly and in mm-hmm. rhythm and stuff. But for mariachi, it's not necessarily making chords or notes or, you know, playing guitar. It's always for guitar, at least it's always making sure you can keep your right hand at the speed it needs to be, mm-hmm. which is making sure your you know wrist is able to move and function the way it should be. You know, so if you have any, you know, like for a while when I had um, hurt my my wrist, it was kind of difficult to. Um, because I wasn't able to make the same movements and be as fast as I would normally because, you know, my wrist wasn't working the proper way. Mm -hmm. Same thing with trumpet. Um, Because there's a few people that I know that play trumpet. And when I had put, um, I had asked them to play mariachi for that project. And they were like, yeah, I'm I'm sorry, I I can't do mariachi. Because for that, it's the same thing, having versatility, but on your lips instead of in your wrist. You know, Mm -hmm. you had to be able to hit. You know, those low notes, but also go all the way up and play melodies that, you know, people are usually singing or doing falsettos. Mm -hmm. But you have to play it on your trumpet with, you know, using your lips and manipulating those. That's the difference.
0: Wow. Yeah, I really uh, it kind of opened up my eyes to uh, a lot of new music, I think. I'd listened to a little bit of mariachi before, but not (coughs) not too, too much. Um, But definitely playing it's really helped me appreciate the music a lot more. Something I was wondering though is like they don't really come out with new songs in mariachi, do they? Um recently,
1: yeah. Um there's for example, there's an I'm pretty sure you've heard of the artist, but the artist's name um Pepe Aguilar. Oh yeah. Um yeah, so he has a few songs that are are newer and then his daughter actually has released some mariachi music that they've written and it has traditional things. Mhm that have been, on, have been going on for 100 years. But it's new, obviously new lyrics and doing all these different things. But they also do refer back to all the traditional stuff like La Negra, um, Relámpago, all those different things because that's the stuff everybody knows and everybody grew up with, you know, even all the songs that Vicente Fernandez sings, mm-hmm. you know. And, you know, you've heard before, you know, that we're, we would sit there, you know, after practice, um, they'd just sit there singing all these songs. But it, because... Every generation grew up with them because a the generation prior to them would, you know, sit there and blast all those songs <laughs> <laughs> on going down the street or something like yeah. that. So.
0: But. Yeah, that's what was funny is because uh, initially when I had uh, met my wife now, my mother, well, she was my mother-in-law then, but she saw that I play guitar. So she went up and she likes to sing and she asked me to play. Uh, Can you play this song? I was like, I've never heard of that. Was like, what about this one? I was like. I've never heard of it. <laughs> and then she's just like, how about this? And I was like, no. She's like, here, here, I'll put it up on my phone and I'll show it to you. Maybe you can figure it out. And I was like, I really can't because it was just so foreign to me. Yeah. Uh, but now I realize that those songs are extremely common because everybody has their own version of it. And it's uh, mm-hmm. like you can find – like if you look up one song, even online, you can find a bunch of different people playing it different ways and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, and I think – well, that's it's just a tradition in Mexican music – You know, just like, for example, in Banda, there's um, Banda Recodo, Banda Limón, all these different type of, you know, bands that have been playing since 1930s, 1940s. Some people don't know that. Mm -hmm. Some younger generations are like, oh, you know, I thought it's only been like 10, 20 years, but it's, they've been playing since the 1920s, 30s, 40s. But each year and each generation, as they pass it on to their children, you know, or their you know, nieces and nephews or whoever joins that band or even in mariachi you'll see there's different variations because each person has their own twist mm-hmm. and each person is like oh well I don't I can't play that or I don't like playing that I'm gonna switch it up and do this or that so there's so many which is kind of difficult for you know teaching somebody or learning mariachi because it's very much like Native American you know um, stories and stuff like that folklore because most of the stuff wasn't written down. It's not until the last, like, 20 years that they started writing everything down because they started doing it in schools, like high schools and Uh stuff, have mariachis, but before that, it was all, you know, you sit down, you know, a dad would sit down with his son and be like, okay, this is how you play this song on guitar, this is how you play it on trumpet, this is how you do a violin or guitarron or whatever instrument it was.
0: Wow. Yeah, I think that's a lot different than American (laughs) music because mostly you just, like, They'd sit down with you and show you their cassette tapes or something. And be like, "Hey, I really like this song. <laughs> it's not learning how to play it, but it's more so just being <laughs> exposed to the music that they they listen to." But <laughs> yeah, that's
1: that's definitely true. Yeah, because um, yeah, like when we sat down and I would teach everybody, they're like, "Oh, well, like what's well, the like right way to do this?" I'm like, "There's ten different ways mm-hmm. that we could do this, but it's however you can play it, and it's just." it has always been and like i said it's only until recently that they started writing all this stuff down and learning you know the different changes and you know how different chords and different songs and everything work together to be able to Mm -hmm. create different songs
0: and stuff so if you can just explain to aaron then what a popery is if i pronounce that correctly
1: you want to know what a popery is all right a popery is actually very popular um because they usually do it in in memory of like different um Mexican singers but a popurri is kind of like a mashup or you can say a remix of like different <laughs> songs um it's probably like four or five songs but usually it's just of that artist you know like mm-hmm. sometimes like on the radio you'll hear like mashups or like remixes of like you know one person like if you hear like a boy cement or you hear like Oh, usher! You hear? Oh, like wait. Okay, Katie not, Perry. Now you're talking now his now language. Now you're talking here. my language. <laughs> he didn't know they were Mario. No, and there. then, and then, actually, you know this. Boys and Men came out with a uh, a few Spanish albums. They did. Yeah. And I I know you rocked those. You uh, played yeah. that to a, a few uh, I, I people. I what they were you know, ladies <laughs> that speak Spanish. You're like, I don't speak your language, but this this will, you know. <laughs> this will. <laughs> no, but yeah, and that's. I think that's something that helped me too. Um, it's really. Not only listening to mariachi music, but also listening to other types of, you know, other genres of of music to know how certain things work. Like, not only singing, like, for example, Boys to Men, like, I would listen on occasion to them and the way they harmonize because sometimes, you know, people think when they harmonize or when they sing certain things, they have to follow the singer. But sometimes, like, for example, Boys to Men, if one singer goes up, you know, goes up a scale or something like that, another one will go low Mm -hmm. or one will just stay the same the whole song. Um, But it's just listening to those different types of genres that really helps, you know, learn everything. And even like you said, the example of with, um, as mariachis, it's different because people walk up and be like, okay, play this song. Mm -hmm. And usually they're like, I want to sing to this. And then like, you're like, okay, I'm used to playing it in one key or whatever, and then they start singing it and you're like, well, it's, they can't sing there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's too high or it's too low, you know, because there's been times where we'll play songs that guys will usually sing and, uh, you know, a woman will walk up to us and she's like, oh, well, I want to sing this song. And I'm like, okay, so we'll have to change the key or we'll do this or that and we'll have to manipulate it slightly. But that's one thing that a lot of people don't understand mm-hmm. that as mariachis, it's not learning songs. It's, I mean... It's partially learning songs, obviously, so you have to know the songs in whatever key originally it is, but it's also learning how to make that change and manipulate certain songs mm-hmm. in a short amount of time, like three, four minutes, yeah. you know, because we have break. That's why usually, <clears throat> excuse me, you'll usually see mariachis that they will stop in between each song, but it's because they're like, oh, you know, we're going to do this song, and they're planning for it, and they're uh-huh. like, it's going to be in this key. or some, Because sometimes, like for example, if I'm going to sing a song, If I'm not feeling well that night, I can be like, okay, we're going to change the key so this person can sing it or this or that. And it's just, like you said, in the little story, the little anecdote you gave us, it was just learning to manipulate all those things. And that's kind of what more mariachi is, like performing, actually, like when you're, obviously, people that did it in high school or like the big mariachis, like Vargas and all those other um, mariachis in Mexico, they are, you know, they perform every night, so they don't have to have people requesting songs. Mm-hmm. So they can sit there and memorize and read sheet music and do all this stuff. And the, but on like an, another mariachi, will have to learn how to sit there and be like like I said, change everything because they're playing for people that you know they're just like yeah. requesting songs. And stuff.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought was interesting because in some of the yeah. research I'd done, there's actually two types of mariachi bands: the ones that you said perform every night the same songs, and then you have another one that's. You're just doing it at parties and stuff like that. And I do see the big disconnect that people have because they're like, oh, you play an instrument? Can you play this song? And you're like, it's not that easy. Like, <laughs> it's a lot harder to, to switch things up like that. So I think that kind of exposed me to um, music more so. I guess, like you were saying, learning music as opposed to like understanding what the chord structures are. And if you're going to play this, this is going to come next, and things like that, so that you can change. Uh, the patterns for different songs, because like when we we're what song were we playing? Uh, we did that thing for Danny's um, brother-in-law, or I don't know who it was, but his family thing, and we. Mm-hmm. R- what song did we play? I think you had told me, oh, what I don't. I don't remember what. what you song weren't it was.
1: there, were you? No, you told me. That was about Joseph. It. You told me about it. Oh it was, man, it was another. We well, played man.
0: one song, and I was like, man, this is not going over well, <laughs> but they loved it because the singer was like super into it. And we were like just massacring that precious classic, (laughs) and she was like walking into the audience and singing was, like really. And they were they were like, "Wow, this was amazing!" And I was like, "Man, they're like, I've never." Did you guys get paid for this? You guys are professionals, you know. No,
1: and that's that's the thing. Another thing too, you also have to realize, you know, even myself as as somebody that's played mariachi for five, six, going on six years, is just know where your strengths are it's the same thing as playing any you know music or singing or doing anything you have to know where your strengths are like even like you said there's been times where you know even during our practices or even during the whole you know project that we did people would be like oh play this song or this or that and i'm like okay and i'd play it but you wouldn't hear me play it as loud because i was like i don't know (laughs) exactly necessarily how it changes and again You know, some people sing it differently. Like, uh-huh. and you've, you have yeah. you saw it firsthand. Like, uh-huh. some people are, like, they, talking about chords and everything. Like, it's supposed to go a certain way. There's a certain sequence that you're supposed to follow yeah. in mariachi music for certain things. But some people will change it. But it's because they're used to either doing it a cappella. And like I said, mariachi is supposed to follow the singer. Uh-huh. You know, if somebody's yeah. singing way off, we're not going to be like, no, you know, come back, you know, come back to earth and, you know, learn how just... to sing this song. They're going to be like, okay follow wherever she goes, yeah. you know, and you kind of have to anticipate, and that's another thing, too, like, you have to learn how to anticipate certain things and certain changes because there's certain songs that I've played, you know, for two, three years, and then and somebody comes in, and, you know, for example, La Cigarra, I played that song, you know, five, six times, and then when um, Eden came in and sang it, I was like, okay, um, yeah. I got to change it slightly, uh-huh. you know, and I was trying to help her and follow her, but even, there was other, there's other Uh, opinions that kind of were a bit more stubborn than myself but (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it was it's just learning how to follow and do all that stuff
0: yeah and i liked it too when you have someone who wants to sing along with it they're so like passionate about that line in the song that they end up moving it like ahead before like no no we got to play one more verse and then we get into that but they like just go full force right into it and you're just like have to switch it up it's 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 a it's a funny experience
1: yeah it's a it really keeps you on your toes. You know, it really shows that you have to really pay attention to mariachi because if, you know, even like I said, in per- from personal experience, if you're not paying attention, you can be off and then you can really tell, especially in our experiences of, you know, in the project and everything being mic'd up is completely different as well because I've played in front of, you know, other people just as mariachi, but also being mic'd up is completely different, mm-hmm. you know, or even amped up. It, you can hear everything. So if you hit the wrong part, yeah, even the same thing being mic'd up or anything, it's just, mm-hmm. if you hit the wrong part of something or you hit the wrong note, you can hear it. And it's, you can, it's a big difference.
0: Yeah, that's what I realized playing the mariachi guitar <laughs> is uh, you do have to play it well and you have to play it right, but it's a lot more forgiving than like rock and roll music or something because you are using an amp with more rock and roll. And most of the time, it's just you playing. It's not like you have six guitars with you or three or whatever you have. It's just you, the drummer, and the bassist. And if one of yeah. you screws up, it's like it's, gone. it's you know, you can really tell. I think with the violins and the trumpet they're a lot more precise. And that's the harder part. But the guitar was uh, as long as you're playing fast and jumping around, you know?
1: Yeah, pretty much. You just <laughs> go crazy and say, <laughs> look, Aaron, I'm just gonna give you my guitar and you jump up and down for a little bit and we'll be like, Oh, he's a mariachi. Uh, so
0: Oh, <laughs> what were you gonna say? <laughs>
1: Sensor. <laughs> yeah <a> sensor. <laughs>
0: bleep just bleep no i'm just kidding so uh now we're going to explain to aaron what a grito is what a grito is do you know what a grito is
2: i have no idea
0: hey neither did i i just knew what it was i didn't know how to name <laughs> to it
1: you <laughs> didn't know it. well you know obviously you know people in the west or, or southwest you know we have the yeehaw you know we have that so mexican version of a yeehaw is a grito you know, you've probably oh, heard it in Mexican music and you know there's like a there. shout or something. It's like a shout, yeah, oh, pretty much. Okay, yeah. But the challenge is, you know, especially when you do it and you're like you said, if it's like Mariachi Lock or or La Negra or any song like that and it's up, you know, upbeat and, you know, everybody's dancing and stuff like that, the higher you can sing and the longer you can hold it, the better <laughs> because, you know, it sounds It gets everybody hyped up because Mm -hmm. if you do it loud enough and you hold it out long enough, you know, sometimes people are like, yo, that that gave me goosebumps or Mm -hmm. I got chills because, you know, if you do it really, really loud and again, you have to know when and where to do it, obviously. And then obviously, if you have a microphone, like during the project, when I had the microphone, it was a bit easier to be able to do that because you're amplified. Yeah, You have, you know, you don't have to use as much your, you know, you know compress your diaphragm as much to Mm -hmm. be able to do all that stuff, and this is how it is.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought was interesting, too, because, like, for instance, if you're going to listen to other kinds of music, like if you go to a concert, you're just going to stand there and just enjoy it. Um, But I felt like the the mariachi music, it it kind of told you what to do. You can clap your hands. Other people can do the grito in the audience, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's just like everyone's dancing. There's a lot going on. It's not like you're just sitting and listening to it. So I feel like it gets a lot... Like everybody involved in it, and that's what I liked about it
1: yeah and and I think that's more and that's more mariachis for um for parties and stuff like that or mm-hmm. get togethers and stuff like that uh, because there's various like i said not not only a few types of genres but there's also um different types of mari- mariachi music in itself, for example, like um like, like I said, you know, there's upbeat music like La Negra or even like Mariachi Loco. That's a cumbia. So you mm-hmm. can kind of dance to it and do this and clap your hands and do all this stuff. But then there's also like stuff to be able to serenade somebody, you know, and that, that's happened before where people will be like, hey, let's go, you know, somebody, two guitars, a trumpet and like a violin. And then somebody will just sing, you know, and they'll sing to their wife or whoever. And it'll be romantic songs and slower. And then there's boleros, which is also romantic but it's kind of like a waltz mm-hmm. you know and you can dance to that and there's just a few different like variations in mariachi just in itself types of you know music but the stuff we try to stay more towards in the projects especially was kind of upbeat stuff because we don't want to you know we don't want to do the down. same thing we're doing to Aaron is make people fall asleep you know so <laughs> he's crashed out I am not falling asleep I am listening Aaron is
0: playing games on his phone now no yeah. I'm not I'm listening he's learning what? Spanish on Duolingo so you can understand
1: He's gonna play eight ball. What? He's going know. to f- he's going to Firefox. He's gonna play eight ball pool right now. Can
0: it's make changes. Do you what do you want me to do? I can do it for you. Oh snap! A O. There oh, we go. Oh. Sent with all the memes that I send you through my messages. Perfect.
2: Thank that you. Amazing. There we go. Hey, just to, uh, as a side note, <clears throat> and this is not this is somewhat <clears throat> related to both of you all. One thing I've noticed is that I watched. Um, the video of you all playing, and one of the things I appreciate about both of you all is that while obviously you, you're able to play this music really well, um, both of you pl- listen to and play a diverse type of music, which is pretty cool. Um, because like I remember when you were helping me out with my car, uh, you were playing some Sam Cooke, yes, but I had no idea. Thank you. A
3: little tense, <laughs> on just like. So, anyways, you can I, give me. A I was message. no, uh,
2: I I wasn't expecting that though, and um, and Antonio, I mean he, or Antino, sorry, it really doesn't matter. It's just a joke. Yeah, but you know, it's you have a a ton of music that you know, a, a wide variety of music that you can play and that you listen to. So, I really can't
0: people. play that much, actually. It, it seems I just play like, it. like
2: Radiohead all the time. It seems like well I mean I'm a creep. <laughs> he
1: just changes the song he changes it he tunes it and down he, a little if bit if he
2: can't play the song he makes it seem like he can so, yeah. so someone yeah, like dude. me I'm like the oh, mariachi. There was
0: so much of that like I don't even speak Spanish so they were like I, you, you want to, <laughs> I was just me singing la negra for you negra <singing> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah like I told everybody you know fake it till you make it you know you
1: just you know just And that's the thing too. It was for the timeline we were given. That was the best we could have done, and that's that's what we did. Yeah, but people people, like
0: that song, like when they were singing, like people are singing that like with their hearts, and I'm just like, I don't know what they're saying. Yeah, but again, like I told (laughs) you, something about papers in the street and. Black women,
1: I don't know. that's that's what it is, is, a black woman. Uh we're not gonna talk about that though. It's gonna be a little controversial. Oh, why not? <laughs> don't <laughs> no, go ahead. No, go I don't even showing, It's showing it's showing appreciation classic...
2: to black women. Oh, okay. I'm glad you said that. La negra
1: lyrics. Oh, we're gonna am I gonna have to try to translate these
0: things? volando, <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, please do not put translate to English. Translate no, to English. No, translate to English.
0: Bold of my sorrows, flying paper That eyes. does not sound like a compliment <laughs> Bold at of my all. Sorrows. <laughs> flying paper eyes to everyone uh, say yes again that's why i said them don't, when. don't don't necessarily tell them win <laughs> I, and but and this that's is, how you this told is, me. Right. that's why i live in pain
2: this is not racist at all <laughs> you bring me my black. <laughs> hey i never
1: i never said again i didn't want to be it doesn't translate no, okay, I know. Right? it doesn't I know. translate I'm kidding. at all i know i know I'm the way it kidding. should be you know it's direct translation Translation. yeah but, so
0: that's another funny thing too i mean you know it's all it's all new to me it's all greek <laughs> As they say. Pretty much.
1: Pretty much. I mean, that's just life to me. It's like the people they are like, what do you call Chinese food in China? Food. Like, that's the same thing for me. And like, everybody's like, it's all Greek to me. I'm like, well, that's just my life. Uh, It's no joke. I don't get that joke. Like, I'm sorry.
2: Speaking of being Greek, that's like one of our uh, topics for you today. And I love that, the way it's written, being Greek, Mm -hmm. because it it gives the impression that that's difficult in America these days. No, it's not difficult. It's just
0: how many Greek people do you actually know?
2: Honestly, yeah,
1: that is my question. It. That I was actually I was going to ask you guys like, how many people do you know? Obviously, and I know
0: Mama Mia does not count. Okay, Aaron, having Mama Mia or Mama Mia too, or, my <laughs> <big fat Greek. laughs> <Yes>. or having <laughs> either of those. All right, does not count. <laughs> that does not count.
2: You're gonna be like, well, that's,
1: There's at least ten people on that cast and <laughs> because nobody on that cast is Greek. Nobody. <laughs> Even the main character of my so big fat Greek think... wedding is married to a wait Greek, wait Greek wait guy, a, wait, which wait, is not wait, Greek. But
2: you're only half Greek, right? Yes. Or I say I'm full Greek. No, i
1: I'm I'm half. My dad was 100% Greek and my mom's 100% Mexican. Okay. So right. I'm half. I usually say I'm full because I'm like, you know, there's a few, let's just say there's a few Mexicans around here, you know, in Tucson, Arizona. So I'm just like, just throwing some, like, hey, something guys,
2: exotic. There's oh, only a couple. Cool. You know, I I, I understand that. Yeah. But how many, of, in, how many do you know? A lot of Greek people? In Tucson. In Tucson. Oh, in Tucson? It's not
0: something that you commonly run into
2: is all I'm saying. That's why I put being Greek on there. Uh, let's see. Yasmeen. Yeah, yeah, my sister, sister, his sister. My family does not count. <laughs> if we're going to talk about family, I have family here too. I'd be like, well, I know this person. And
0: just, yeah. You know, but, but that's why I thought it was interesting. So, how did those two cultures blend, I guess, in your self? <laughs> well, um, what, happened was, what, what happened, happened was, was my, my no, mama no. and my. <laughs> You so know, Euros was,
1: and uh So wait, Euros and tacos. It's because they're Euros and tacos they're the same thing. It's just a different bread and different meat and it's that's, that's it. Tortillas, that's it and different seasoning. You're right. Yeah, that's pretty it's, much the same it's thing. Pretty much the it's same thing. Pretty much the same thing. So I'm pretty much well, hundred percent Greek or hundred percent Mexican, whichever however I feel on that day. How do you feel today? Hundred percent Greek, obviously. <laughs> right I, can't, I can't be right feel one hundred percent Mexican and be talking about being Greek. That'd, that'd be hypocrisy.
0: Are you uh, just talking about mariachis, man. What's a, what's like a Greek music? Then do you play any of that?
1: Um, Greek music, I listen to a lot of it. Um, I don't play very much of it because it's usually on a um in an instrument called a bouzouki, and it's six strings, and it kind of <laughs> looks like a si- sitar. But
2: um, this looks the, like a what? Like a sitar. A sitar. A sitar, yeah. yeah, you know, like what an Indian sitar? sitar. Look up bazooki. Just look up bou- <laughs> bazooka. No, not B O. Bazooki Joe. I apologize for my ignorance. I just don't know. That's <laughs> no, right. Means. Oh, a bazooka. No, not a bazooki. Bazooki, bazooki.
0: There what you is. go. Oh. Almost looks like a mandolin. Yeah, it yeah, it's very, it's very
1: close to a mandolin. Two, and four, six, eight. four,
0: six—is it eight strings?
1: Uh, there's six and eight strings. There's two different types of uh, bouzoukis, but the difference between a mandolin and that is because that has a a lot longer of a neck. I think it's uh, fifteen frets. Let me see, twelve or maybe it's more. I think it's like seventeen frets before it gets to the body of the buzuki. But yeah, I don't have one of those, so I, it's very difficult to play those types of songs or um on. Now I'm trying looking to up. find now how to buy up. a bazooki. Now this is, is RPGs. That's all. That's all. Bazookas. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be like, what? What is he looking up? Why is he looking up RPGs and bazookis? Uh, but yeah, it's just it's a bit difficult to play those types of songs because it's um, in a higher range, uh-huh. the bazooki. So. Um, can we It's different. Can we post a picture?
0: Yeah, we can post a picture of a bazooki okay. and just a bazooka. So, just so people Just can see to just to know the about. difference. Yeah, just so if, in case you didn't know.
1: So look, video, 10 minutes. What the heck is a bazooki? We can just stay <laughs> okay. here in silence.
0: You can it. buy a bazooki for $550 on eBay. This podcast has been sponsored by <laughs> <laughs> Right, exactly. <laughs> has been
1: sponsored by What is an <laughs> Irish one that's Use your promo code for
0: your promo code mm-hmm. Damien. If you can spell Damien's his 25. name right. Yeah. Yeah, if you can figure I, out how to spell his name, then you'll get the code. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. <If> we had <laughs> com- if we I don't had, know how to spell co- it. If we had co- comments, co- put it co- in the comment co- section. Co- co- how to spell co- co- Damien. Co- <laughs> co-
1: <laughs> <laughs> or just text me. Hey, is this how you spell your name? I'm like, nope, nope it's not. It's not. Um, yeah, the Irish buzuki The Irish Buzuki is even closer to a mandolin. And there's a few songs that sound a few. Because I've listened and I've looked for the difference. Because I do know an Irish bouzouki is... is cheaper yeah but again it's because it's made it's made in factories and stuff like that and mm-hmm. bouzoukis, greek bouzoukis, are usually still handmade even the ones that are 550 those are usually the ones that are here in the u.s because mm-hmm. there's obviously parts in greece that they make it but there's a part in new york and i believe in chicago that they make those instruments um for the greek communities that are there wow Yeah, because here i mean there's that's the thing there's a greek community probably like anywhere from like 3,000 or 5,000 people, I think, Mm -hmm. or at least probably a few years ago when I would talk to some of my family members on that side. And, um,
0: it's really That's hard just... not to get distracted by what it's Aaron's very... doing in the background. <laughs> oh, We're so trying hard. to have a serious podcast. Okay,
1: I'm going to read the question. No, 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 question no, from no, our, no. Question from our listeners. <laughs> can you
0: blank no. to Greek music? Fill in the blank. Fill in the blank.
1: We'll let you fill in the blank.
0: Can you dance to Greek music? How do yes. they dance? Is there a lot of hopping?
1: <clears throat> Actually, at my sister's um, graduation party, because that was kind of a tradition, um, that my sister's fifth grade promotion into middle school um we dance. I danced with my grandfather and my dad, and then middle school to high school promotion um it was just my dad and myself and then um I don't know who it was that brought it up because with the whole international and everything there was a few people from Greece well they were from Germany, but they were Greek and I guess the like the week before they had a party and they taught him how to had to dance a very popular song it's called sirtaki in greek but it's known as zorba the greek dance because mm. of the movie zorba the greek and that's where he you know showed that that dance and the song comes on and so people usually like oh zorba dance you know but somebody brought it up and i was like yeah like we use it and my mom was like yeah you guys usually dance at your sister's you know graduation promotion whatever you dance that song and i was like okay and I was like, but I don't have anybody to dance with. And But there was a few people that were like, oh, yeah, we were at that party last week, and we know how to do it. And I was like, okay, let's see. <laughs> so I just put in uh, music, and it started slow, like it always does. And they're like, oh, we can keep up with this. But there's different versions of that song. Mm-hmm. Same thing as mariachi music. There's different versions of those Greek songs. So I played it, and it sped up really fast. Mm. And you have to be able to keep up with all that stuff. <laughs> and Everybody was, like, tripping over everybody else. And then, like, they're holding on. Because usually when you do it, when you do circle, like, line dances in a circle, you'll – um you usually either hold hands or grab the person's shoulders next to you. Mm-hmm. Um, So I was doing that. And then after a while, I was like, you guys are slowing me down. And I just <laughs> moved. And I went – I was going by myself. I was, like, dancing around everybody else. And there was all tripping and stuff like that. But, yeah, that – if you really want to work out, that song is you know, a r- huge – Workout because I think it's four and a half minutes. Oh, wow. But it's just going in circles and then it speeds up and then it slows down and it speeds up again and it gets even faster and you're going in circles and you're trying to, you know, you're on your, you know, tippy toes, you know, you're not really landing on your heels very much. And if you do, you know, you're kind of slowing yourself down.
2: It's a good calf workout. It's
1: a very good calf workout. But yeah, we, we played that song twice, twice. And this is their graduation. And by the end of it, like everybody that was... Like, dancing was, like, soaking wet. <laughs> I was just like, I'm sorry. I'm like, you guys – I'm like, I didn't make you do this. You volunteered.
0: Is it kind of like that one Mexican uh, <clears throat> dance where they, like – it's almost uh, – it's like square dancing. It's, um – it's like
3: – <laughs> <shit> like oh, like I, I, <laughs> I, I think I know I, what, I you're think I what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Um. They, <laughs> it's, do, they do it's that at similar. every party. Yeah, most parties. Party. Um, it's similar to that, but like I said, it's it's a bit faster than that. Wow. You know, even like the, um um I don't know if you've seen the payaso del rodeo where it's like to one way to another way, and you know, um and or even like other songs that they'll do it dance. You know, the different dances that they have. Like I'll dance to it, and people are like, "Oh my goodness, um, that's fast!" And I'm like, "Let me put some Greek music on that because." <laughs> It's a lot faster. That's And that's when that bouzouki comes in hand because it's so much smaller than the neck. Like oh. the neck is so much smaller. Uh-huh. And like even if you see videos and tutorials, like they start off slow and you're like, okay, I can do this. And then when they play it at full speed, they're like, you know, like, wow, like that's really shred. Like I should I should buy one and let you have it. And I'm like, here you go, bro. You can shred on that. <laughs> shred I'll that. teach you how to play some Greek music. But <laughs>
0: well, that's that's cool. usually
1: how it is. It
0: looks like Aaron wants you to sing a short sing. Greek song.
1: Sing a short Greek snippet.
2: Just a, yeah, just like... A s- That's just some give some us a way. sample
1: that is not Greek. <laughs> That's Italian. Oh. I am offended. Sorry, you for know, all you Europeans. Greek dressing, Italian dressing. Like, it's not all the you're same, Mantino. Like, <laughs> you're, like, you're just like, you know what? Just put the name in front of it and write dressing in this yeah. way. It is. <laughs> You know, it could be the same thing. To, to, just him, it's, to him, it's all the same.
2: It's, it's all, all Greek, Greek man. To him. It's all Greek to me. It's
1: the same. Hey, that's how it was, you know, when he started the mariachi. He was like,
0: it's oh, all Mexicans. Dude. All Mexicans. <laughs> you don't even want to know, man. It's just, it was hard. It's just the, what, the cues that you're taking in music for American music is totally different than mariachi. And, and there's like no breaks in between the strumming. Mm-hmm. And normally, you go one, two, three, four, and you have, like, just a little tiny bit of space before you go on to the next verse or whatever it is. Yeah. And in mariachi, it's just, like, full force all the way through. No, yeah, especially,
1: like, for example, like, La Negra. It's just, like, you're going through, and your hand, your right hand is doing the same motions over and over again. Like, literally just sitting there doing the same Mm -hmm. thing. Your left hand is where you, like, take rests or you hold it on a certain chord or do certain things, but... Your right hand the whole time is especially but for a beat. Even songs.
0: La Negra though, you have that section where it goes like A seven, D seven, G, C. Yeah. Yeah. It's and you got to keep like switching back and forth, and it's like the weirdest chord progression yeah, ever. It's, it's and if very... you screwed up, you can tell. Other songs, it's like not that bad. That one was like hard for all of us trying to figure it out. Yeah, and
1: then. Yeah, and then even a few people, they're like, oh, let's do it. You know, let's keep doing it and we'll do it full speed. And I'm like, (laughs) you do not want to do it full speed. And even like the times that I've sat, and when it's just me and I play with, you know, the other violin players and the trumpet players and stuff, I'll try to go full speed and then they'll just, I have to slow down because, you know, they're so used to playing it at a slower tempo, Mm -hmm. which is not bad. You know, they got used to and accustomed to playing it a bit slower because everybody was still learning and they couldn't move it and they didn't. They didn't really know how to do all the exercises to keep their, you know, wrist at the speed and they needed it to be the whole song. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times, if you notice, even in the, the video from the program, it's just, you know, you can tell when we slow down and we speed up. And especially when we everybody started singing, there's mm-hmm. a few people, like even in the video, that's just stopped playing entirely. Yeah. And, but. Is just so they can be able to keep up singing, I
2: guess.
0: I don't yeah, know. it's interesting. It's, it's very versatile type of music. You're a singer, you're a guitar player, and uh, you know whatever else they want to make you do. <laughs> hey,
2: yeah. Um. Yes, just, I'm just kind of throwing a curveball in here, real quickly. Of course. What's the? Do you know the name of that? What's the name <laughs> of that group? And I don't know if they're from Mexico or not. I'm not sure, but it's a group. It's really just a guy and a girl but the girl played Rodrigo y Gabriela are they Mexican yes but they but Pretty they don't sure. they, they
1: don't sing they just play uh, like guitar both of them play guitar mm-hmm. I believe
2: do they do any uh, mariachi music Mm-mm. okay
1: no and the thing is they like when I've seen like I've seen videos like even Mr. Antino over here, he showed me a few videos too when we were out and um, and like it's very similar um, progressions and you know the way they're strumming the guitar and tapping on the guitar and everything it's very similar it's very american. but there's also some classical music and very very much rock and roll yeah. influenced uh-huh. oh okay that's I, why well,
0: i liked it was because it reminds me of american
2: music cuz they do cover a lot of american songs too and that's what what made me think of it is just you know as you were you know, as you're talking and you're talking about playing the mariachi songs, uh-huh. like you're gesturing. And the way you were gesturing just may, reminded me of that. Yeah, well, it that. is a
0: nice blend in between Mexican and, and, no, and yeah, rock is. music, it too. It definitely is. Especially because they have, like, an intensity to it that you find in rock and roll. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's got the speed and the focus of, you know, like, Mexican music.
1: Yeah, it definitely does. And that's that's the thing. A lot of, a lot of even Mexican artists, like, f- for example, Mana, um, that plays... Like, all of them, you know, most of them grew up here. Or they moved over there, you know, eventually. Or, you know, even, for example, Pepe Aguilar. Mm-hmm. A lot of people didn't know he spoke English. That he went to USC, I believe. Some university in California. But a lot of the newer stuff or, like, that type of music is also heavily influenced with, like, American music. You know, mm-hmm. even um, there's some, like, for example, Tacos Abson that's off of a band called Los Apson, and they did a lot of... Even though it was their songs, they just did a lot of covers of, you know, like songs like Under the Boardwalk, mm-hmm. but they translated it in it. Well, they didn't translate. They changed the lyrics in Spanish because it doesn't directly translate, and they have all these hits and all these things, but it's American music mm-hmm. that they changed into, you know, Mexican music, same rhythm, same exact thing. That's why even sometimes... You know, even some country songs like Achy Breaky Heart by Villaray um, Cyrus. Mm-hmm. There's a song that at most parties they dance to, and it's literally just the Spanish version of that, hmm. of Achy Breaky Heart. And nobody, everybody's like, you know, dancing to it and going this <laughs> and that and doing all this stuff. But I'm like, you know, it's they're like, oh, I love this song. I'm like, yeah, but it started in English for it because there's a lot of heavy influence of American music and yeah. a lot of that stuff.
0: And that's what's cool to me is how everything <laughs> – uh, it kind of all mixes together whether music transcends national barriers. <laughs> yeah, definitely does. Because you can take an English song and make it something else and, and you can take a Spanish song and make it English. Yeah, definitely. Like that um what's that one? The cut the Carino song that oh, yeah. you guys were showing me? You guys would play a mariachi version. I could never find one online unless I looked on YouTube. Oh, like Cariño, I was looking on yeah. Spotify. But I found like a really old version where they just playing like a piano type instrument, it sounds like.
1: Yeah, and that's that's like I like I mentioned before. That's the biggest problem. Well, not problem, but biggest thing we face as um, mariachi players is that there's so many amazing songs and like you know not only romantic songs but upbeat songs. But there's no sheet music for it. There's no real versions for it. Like, mm-hmm. you, know, like you have to really 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 search for it mm-hmm. if you don't know somebody that already knows how to play. It. For example, cariño, that song is not a song that'll come up very often unless somebody knows it. Hmm. And you know, they happen the people in Phoenix happen to know that song. So they played it and I'm like I've heard it before and I've played it before. But there's like like you said, like even like you had mentioned to me there's not a lot of versions of those songs mm-hmm. because they would play it and you know just within the, themselves, you know, they would like I said at weddings, you know, different gatherings, but it's kind of like folklore, you know, they just do it, it and, like, in the group that they're at, they wouldn't record anything. They wouldn't write anything down. They wouldn't do any other stuff. And that's more mariachi music, which I find is more unique because if you look at all the other types of, me- of Mexican music, like bandas or anything like that, it's all, you know, instruments um, that came out of, even, like, um, Norteñas, like Ramon Ayala, like mm-hmm. you said. Um, he plays the accordion. The accordion didn't originate in Mexico. It originated um, probably in, like, in... South
0: Chicago, I think
1: yeah probably <laughs> I, th- I think I heard that one time yeah probably in my pizza like, shop yeah somebody was just singing there you know just but yeah there's just <laughs> different parts of Europe and different influences when yeah, they came yeah. over they brought their instruments and stuff like that so mariachi is really I, I remember a mariachi instructor always said you know mariachi is the real music of Mexico because that's you know all the instruments are made there, you mm-hmm. know, like aviwela or. Yeah. Cause even like the accordion,
0: that stuff's like polka music. Right? Yeah.
1: It's uh, it originates from polka music, yeah. you know, and you know, all the, you know, German, Polish, all that stuff. It's all po- polka music, even like Ramon and stuff like that. A lot of the scales and the way they play it. And even cumbias and stuff like that has those origins, but mm-hmm. mariachi music is right there. You know, it's all the instruments are obviously like the guitar and, and trumpet and violin originated in other places, but like the vihuela or the guitarron mm-hmm. or a guitarra de golpe, which a lot of people, I mean, myself, I have seen it before. A hit? And I've, Is golpeing a hit? Yeah. But um, it's very much like, it looks like a smaller guitar. It's, it's a mix between a guitar and a vihuela.
0: Okay.
1: And it's tuned slightly differently. And I've played it before and I saw it. But to also, you know, help... Like I'm saying, in that project, to help everybody else learn all those things and do all these things. And then also for me to sit there and practice and learn that instrument again. I was like, I'm not. And then to be able to buy one, it's the same <laughs> thing as bazuki It's like at least $700, 800 And I was like, I don't think I want to be spending that much right now. <laughs> Especially Investments. going that much to yeah, Phoenix. Yeah, that's what
0: stuff. I realized. Also, being a musician is, is a lot more expensive than you thought it'd be. It's just the travel, the time it takes to practice, um, trying to get together and actually like make something that sounds good, and then going to the show, and you know it's a lot of fun, but I think it's it's really easy to oversimplify the process because mm-hmm. all you see is the end result when you're watching a band, but you don't see everything that goes in, into it. Like you would think, how do I get all these instruments to that place? Well, you have to mm-hmm. put it in your car and take it there and then yeah. remember yeah. it when you're driving because yeah, it's so easy to forget your instrument, which you think I'm going to band dummy. I mean, I'm going to go practice with the band and yeah. you show up and you're like, I didn't even bring my guitar. Like what's going on?
1: Yeah, and, and that's, that's the whole thing. It's with any, the, that commitment with any band you have, whether it's rock and roll or jazz band or any, any type of band or ensemble that you have, mm-hmm. you have to make that sacrifice and take the time to practice. And yeah, which is in my opinion, a bit more difficult, her the group that we had not necessarily saying that that they didn't necessarily always practice but it was difficult because they'd be like oh let's break up and then we'll come back together for you know an hour and then we'll break up for an hour and a half and then we'll come back together i'm like you know we'd be finishing at like eleven thirty midnight yeah. one o'clock on some on some um, like sometimes that we'd do practice And I was like, this shouldn't be like you have to make that sacrifice of practicing (laughs) on your own and making sure that you have that down first. And then when we come together as a group, it's for us to come together as a group and play each individual piece together. You know, it's not. And something that I told some people, but some people, other people, I didn't really have the chance to was especially for mariachi music, since it's so like you said, it doesn't have any breaks. Or anything like that, especially on guitar or trumpet or, or all the instruments. Mm-hmm. So, as an as a musician, you have to learn to make those breaks. So that's why, like when I would help you guys and learn, I'd be like, okay, we're gonna learn this, this, and this. Every even though they'd be like, no, let's go through the whole song. I'm like, no. <laughs> Each individual piece is gonna be its own song, and then when we put it together, mm-hmm. then we'll have the whole song rather than trying to play through the whole song. And we'll be like, oh, you know, we'll get lost, but we'll come back together <laughs> for the end. Like. <laughs> I was like, okay. I'm like, that's kind of like getting on a train and be like, oh, we have no coal, but we'll we'll figure out something. Throw, throw in your jackets or something, you know? Throw in a piece of wood. Hey, I got an extra shoe. Like, here you go. Like, no, I got some wood soles right here. Like, no, it's just, that's one thing that was also very difficult for myself because that's how I had learned. Mm-hmm. And, like, mariachi instructors are very strict like that, I'm, especially the yeah, ones I had. Well,
0: I understand why now why they have to be strict because if you're working with so many people there's got to be some kind of like serious structure to it otherwise it's like you know it can fall to pieces pretty quickly yeah
1: and then it's just making sure that everybody learns it and you know obviously like in school that there would be times where they'd be like oh, okay if you have any questions if you need help learning something else in the this song or that song you know i understand that and even Like I had mentioned to you guys, you guys had started playing three weeks after you guys learned, which is in in front of an audience. It wasn't a a huge audience, but it was still, you know, an audience of like 20, 30 people, I Mm -hmm. believe. But other mariachis, even school mariachis, you won't like because usually everybody starts in school, whether it's high school, middle school, whatever. You won't play mariachi music for at least a year or two because you have to learn the techniques. You have to learn certain songs and even though you even though you do that for a year or two you'll have a repertoire of three four songs but because they go so in depth and showing you certain strumming patterns and chord chord progressions and even at the same time as you're playing they're like okay if you're going to harmonize you're going to sing here and you're going to sing here mm-hmm. and based on where your voice is and stuff like that oh well, that's why i'm saying like for myself i know that personally helped me like i said listening to other genres like for example boys of men for the harmonizing and singing And knowing exactly where my voice is supposed to be, Mm -hmm. you know, and also having, it also did help because sometimes I'd practice and I'd sing those songs and it helped me learn where my range was. Because again, like I said, you have to know and manipulate certain songs and change that key to where you can sing it. Yeah. And for me, it was knowing where I could sing and how high I could sing, how low I could sing and Mm -hmm. doing all this stuff. But
0: But that's what I, I liked about it too, though, is, um like you're saying, a lot of other genres you need a microphone if you're going to sing mm-hmm. um, but with the mariachi you can take it outside you can take it anywhere you know and that's the cool part about it is it's not really that much to set up you just you know you have your own stuff and they have their own things and everybody kind of harmonizes together and you, i i mean cuz like If you have an electric guitar, you can't just go outside and start playing in the backyard with someone. I mean, you
1: could, but you get a few complaints. (laughs) They'd be like, who's that person killing a cat back
3: there, you know?
0: (laughs) (laughs) But you got like, I was watching this documentary called It Might Get Loud, and it has uh, this uh, guy from U2, um, the guitarist. Oh, the guitarist from U2. The Edge. The Edge, there you go. And uh, he's playing like three chords, and it sounds like garbage. I mean, not garbage, but it's just like, yeah, it's three chords, whatever. And he's like, okay, now this is, so he presses a button and it turns like all of his effects on and it's like, you're like, whoa. Yeah, and then you're like, whoa. Yeah. That's like how much they've manipulated the sound to create something, which I think is cool in itself. Um, but this is like authentic. I feel more like you're playing it and you can hear exactly what you're playing. It's not like, uh, I don't know, like, it's not like using a guitar pedals, faking it, but you know what I mean? It's just, no, it's just,
1: yeah, you're definitely just changing the sound and. And as a mariachi player, you also learn how to do that, too, as well. Because, like, even I mentioned um, to Cesarito, because um, there's, like, half mutes or partial mutes. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen, like, a trumpet and it has, like, a silver, like, kind of oh, yeah, yeah. mute the coming out. The bottom. Yeah. So those partial things, it slightly mutes the sound. And usually for romantic songs, to kind of play it easier and you won't have to add as much air and, you know. And it sounds a lot smoother and everything and Mm -hmm. and like kind of more like a lullaby and stuff like that. You do learn to use different things like that. Or even there's a song called um, El Señor Trompetas. And it's literally at the beginning, it's just trumpets. And you're just sitting there and there's different techniques that you use with your tongue and your bottom lip. And then with your fingers that make it sound really, really cool.
0: Yeah, I didn't realize how how, uh, hard it is on your mouth to play the trumpet. Until I saw you guys after playing or them playing for a while.
1: Yeah, and, you know, that's – another thing was – it also comes with any instrument or any, you know, trade or anything you have. It comes practice and, you know, knowing how to execute certain things and having exercises for everything. Because there's Mm -hmm. exercises that even – my mariachi instructor, um, he had probably 40 – no, he had like 55 years playing trumpet. Wow. still every single day he'd take out his trumpet for an hour and just sit there doing scales Mm -hmm. or he'd play it one song over and over and over again for an hour. And he'd do that five, six times or five, six days a week. And then Mm -hmm. that last day he would let it rest, his lips rest. Even if he didn't, there'd be times where he wouldn't play trumpet for, you know, for any gigs or anything like that. But he still kept those exercises up to have that versatility with his lips to be able to do certain things and be able to hit certain notes and play certain songs because, you know, same thing when you're singing you have to you know do vocal exercises because you have to train you know your your voice to be able to do certain things playing trumpet is very much the same and that, mm-hmm. that was another thing is that was kind of difficult was making sure everybody did exercises and yeah. doing this and that cuz even now like that I have when I play trumpet on occasion I still sometimes I'll still break out my trumpet and I'll do exercises and do this and that so I can be able to keep up and and still be able to play the songs yeah, I used to.
0: That's what they say: is when you make something look easy, that's when you've really mastered it. And when you see someone and it looks so easy for them, you really don't ever see the, all the work that goes in the yeah, time. No. And I, I think I already knew that because I played music before, but I really like it. Really impressed that upon me. Like, there's a lot that goes on into anything, even more so. I feel with mariachi, mariachi music because. Everyone's got to be in sync, and it's not just you practicing. You gotta work with other people and make sure that we're all yeah. in sync. And I think that's, that's the cool part about it too, though, is that you're able to include a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, it's not just like you know you stand in the corner playing your guitar. And
1: you don't look like Mr. Ao over a. O. here, just sitting in the corner yo, yo, like, yo. crying and playing. He looks like he's Flappy to Bird. Rat, man. <laughs> he brought Flappy Bird back, and not, not on this episode.
0: <laughs> My name's Ao. <laughs> Don't you know? Oh man, that's, that's amazing. Horrible. That's horrible.
2: <laughs> amazing. So, um, you brought your guitar with you, and I'm not sure—are you gonna actually play? Yeah, a he little is. bit. I'm supposed to
0: play. So something. I want you to uh, exp- or show our audience a just a traditional mariachi song. I think that you a enjoy playing. Traditional mariachi
2: song that I enjoy playing.
0: You can uh, either sing or you can just play it, or you uh, can do both. Or you can do both and wow. dance. And Aaron's gonna beatbox in the background because I do believe that that's one of the big uh, things in mariachi music yeah. is, is having a beatbox. No, he's gonna do exactly a <laughs> grito in the back too. He's like, he's <laughs> <laughs> gonna hit a oh, grito. I'm like, whoa! I'm like, whoa! <laughs> and it's like it's a lot harder than you think it is. And if you screw it up, it's like you're might as well just move. No, yeah, and that's, just just leave <laughs> just leave the country leave the country don't go to mexico though because then they're gonna be like we
1: heard about you yeah. <laughs> don't try to sneak in no but yeah and that's another thing too even for that there's certain vocal exercises that people have that will do to make sure that they can get a grito because even like you said you know people take time and they make it seem a bit easier than it is sometimes because mm-hmm. some you know i remember sometimes we'd be in the practices. And some people would try to do it right next to me yeah. and I'd be sitting there ha- holding it out and then they'd stop and I'd still keep holding it out uh-huh. because again, it's just same with a guitar. You know how to manipulate certain things or with a trumpet, yeah, you have I to do. know how to manipulate and kind of save some of that air, but still compress your diaphragm and let it go up and do all these things. Can,
2: can you give us an example? You want an example? Yeah. Okay. Have to stand back. Okay.
1: Of what? What would you A grito? Uh, oh, you want a yeah. grito? Yeah.
2: Or a warm up or whatever. Yeah, yeah, do I'm, a I'm not.
1: I, what do you mean warm up?
0: Like they're like.
2: Or well, whatever warm up because you said that they do warm ups. For I
1: the, I personally don't do warm ups. <laughs> That's the thing. We That's need a punch. Kind of where bag. I'm more. We're putting you on the spot. Yeah, you're putting me on the spot. That's kind of where I'm. I lack. That's one thing I don't do very much because of is vocal exercises. Dude,
0: those like I've seen like other mariachis and like the singers just hold it out as long as they can. Like what? How does it sound? <laughs> it's <laughs> like. I don't know. He's like, I don't know. I want to hear this example. No, it's because it's, it's, you can't even like try to pretend to do it because it's so difficult. And every time they like switch singers, the next singer holds it out even longer.
1: Yeah. And that's, and that's the thing where Maniachi is kind of being more, I'll I'll do another, I'll sing another song. I'll sing a song right now. (laughs) Pretty much. Uh, But I'll, I'll show you a song that, where it kind of does that. But, There's even like I said, there's certain like there's a a few mariachi instructors that I had that would be like, okay, when you go and you say, for example, an A, it's a bit more difficult for you when you're going up and you're doing a falsetto or you're doing certain things for you to move to an A. Mm -hmm. So trick your mind or and kind of trick you know all these you know muscles and everything (laughs) and start off as an I in Spanish and then an A turn into an A.
0: And so, it's, so, it's kind of
1: it sounds weird and a d- bit difficult to understand, you know.
2: Unless you do it, then we can understand.
1: Okay,
0: you go from an I to an A.
2: Yeah, what's an
1: Oh no, to? no. It, I'll, I'll use another example. It's um. It's like no,
2: actually. uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll do that I'll do an example,
1: but in like for example, for in using I when you're going up, when in reality it's an E. So like for Malagueña salerosa. So when you do the falsetto, it'd be Malaguenia it's an e but it sounds like an i you know but you're tricking your you know your vocal cords to be able to do those things without cracking because if i were to do just a straight e Uh and go because i can i'll try to go a little bit higher but if you try to go that high sometimes for some people their vocal range isn't that isn't the best Uh and won't go that high or can't go that low but you're kind of tricking you know yeah yeah that vocal was actually pretty good him. yeah I'm, a, it was. I'm, I'm
2: very impressed actually why you
1: you're like man i want to hear the man suck when he sings <laughs> i just want to hear <laughs> i was rooting against you this whole <laughs> wow time, this but, whole time he but, was like but, you know what but,
2: but you were amazing i, I appreciate no, it shut up, no man. no don't don't be patronizing <laughs> don't praise it. <laughs> no no i'm not i'm not i'm, I'm in Had here here Heard a
0: lot of mariachi music before you moved to tucson or had you even like what wh- What was your knowledge of
2: all this stuff yeah before you moved? so the the mariachi music remind i had heard it be- just that different ev- you know different events that you go to With you, all the Mexicans. and people do yeah and, and <laughs> right and they're doing the dance and yeah. stuff and everything so i've seen it before but i haven't heard it as much as a, i did when i moved here but i will say this a lot of the um the portuguese music is very similar there's mm-hmm. a lot of similar elements to some of the Portuguese yeah. music, some of the old folk. Yeah, yeah. Type Portuguese some, music, it's very yeah. s- there's a lot of similar elements.
1: It was actually funny because I was talking with Danny about this and then he was like, "Hey, I want to show you a song." And it was in Portuguese, mm-hmm. but it sounded just like a mariachi song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, "Wow." It's very and, this, and, and it's and like I don't 70s know. or 60s or something like that. Yeah.
2: But well,
0: that's I, the thing I like about the mariachi is it's very like party based. Yeah. Some of the songs but in Brazilian music, man, they go all crazy. But it's mostly a uh, percussion instruments. right? Exactly. And it's like got the beat, and it's just really, it's, like, it's really an Dum, African Dum, influence
2: Dum, to it. Samba. Yeah, that samba, yeah, yeah, That little samba going,
0: and the bossa yeah. nova, man, I love that stuff. Although bossa some people, nova. some people are like, "That's elevator music." I'm like, "Well, maybe I like being in an elevator, okay? My, the rest of
1: my life, Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> maybe I like living in an
0: elevator." <laughs> Uh, uh, but
2: yeah, um, yeah. Alright so yeah I want to hear you uh Play something Yeah man You want to hear song. me play something yeah. Okay You can sing if you want No pressure I'll do it I'll do it Alright <clears throat> Please <clears throat> no cursing There's a million people listening <laughs> so There's a million people For Don't mess up The so, 27,000
1: listeners That we have out there Yeah <laughs> dude All of their all, all those Let me see
0: Is that uh, a new guitar? No
1: I don't I have, think so I had so. it I had it at the
0: Oh you did mm-hmm. Oh, do you want to put your mic right there? Yep. No, you don't have to hold it. You can just put it on the table. Okay. Nice. There you go. You good? That's you good? the tone, man. That's
1: beautiful. <laughs> All right. So this song is um, called... I don't even remember. Amor de los dos.
0: Amor de los... Uh, love of the Two?
1: Yeah, but it's... The title's a little different than what it talks about. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's it's PG-13, don't worry okay. about that. I don't want to be like, "Oh, bleep," the whole song, you know what I'm saying?
3: Okay. en el mundo con una ilusión es corazón
1: going up like you said it just keeps going even that whole thing that whole perdoname part oh don't don't cry i not don't cry, mean i to <laughs> yeah. your heart like that. But tears <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> to. Tears. That but even at that, that part you know there's in that song the way they usually do it is you know it'll be a guy and a girl and that part they'll just hold it out mm-hmm. and then sometimes they'll go up for a falsetto and come back down and do all these things but it's just part of making that show and that's what what I love about mariachi music is the change because you can change. Rhythm. There's even certain songs that start off slow. For example, a song called "Alejandra" by Javier Solís, mm-hmm. and it starts off slow, and then you know you just hear the the bass notes from a guitarron, just bum 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 bum, and then it speeds up, mm-hmm. and it speeds up, and then it drops back down and slows down, and it gets ro- more romantic, and it's like a waltz, and then it speeds up again, and it does all these things, but.
0: It's pretty much. I've never heard that song that you played, and that's really. Like, yeah, that's the funny thing is that when I first like started working with you guys, it was like, "Oh, you've never heard that song?" I'm like, no, I
1: haven't. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, and that's that's the thing. If you but don't,
0: it's pretty popular.
1: Yeah, usually that's more the. Usually, whenever I do perform songs, it's usually songs by like Vicente Fernandez, Pepe Aguilar. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it, it actually depends on the crowd because there's some. Um, like, the older generations, I'll do, like, um, artists like Cuco Sanchez or, like, Pedro, Pedro Infante or Sarah. Mm-hmm. Because those are songs they grew up with. Yeah. And they'd hear, you know, they watch movies. Even if you see, like, the black and white Mexican movies, you know, they, the guy has a guitar and he's, like, singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, even there's a part where, like, he's in the middle of, like, an automotive shop. And then he has a guitar out of nowhere. Oh. And he starts singing. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, that that's... And then I'm like... And then they wonder why we don't, you know, what we do at work, you know. Yeah, think we just sing with the guitar, you know. But (laughs) I say, play those types of songs. But usually I'll play like Vicente, because that's a song that Vicente Fernandez and his son um, will usually do sometimes um, when they do live concerts, Mm -hmm. because it's a very popular song with newer generations. But it's just knowing, even that too, knowing your crowd and knowing what, you know, who is there and what songs to play, because... Like for example, when I with people like my grandparents or stuff like that, I'll play older music and you know they'll sit there and be like, oh you know, and I remember when this song came out, I was this old, and, and my uncle said this, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> right, right, but or there's other you know newer generations, they're like, you know, I grew up with you know my my mom or my dad, even like you said, like your mom would listen to Vicente Fernández sometimes, you know, or, I think yeah, you, Ramon you Get told Ayala. Me or, Ayala, or different Mexican songs. Just, you have to know your crowd. Definitely. Yeah.
0: And that's what's funny is I've lived here my whole life, obviously. (laughs) 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 When I was young. No, but I think one thing that I haven't appreciated. I mean, you go to vacation a lot of places and you're like, wow, this is so cool. But then I think if you step outside your own backyard, you know, you can find a lot of interesting things. And I think this area, I was kind of oblivious to the. I'd seen some mariachi music, but you can see it like they'll perform at restaurants here and stuff. Yeah. And I think, like, everyone should experience that, you know, because yeah. it's... Uh...
1: And I and I think that's also another reason why why I tend to lean more towards... On everything else, I tend to lean more towards being Greek. Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, everybody, you know, like you said, there's people at, you know, restaurants. You'll go to a restaurant in Mexico, especially Mexican restaurants like Taqueria's or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And there's people with, like, a guitar and, like, an accordion or this or that. And they're playing Mexican music. So they're like, oh, you know, elevator music, whatever. But for <laughs> being Greek, I'm like, you know, it's... Kind of more interesting because then people are like, you know, plus I just love that diversity of being able to say, you know, like I'm Greek and like the type of food I love, the I love Greek food and I love making it. And there's not a, I mean, there's a few places that have all right Greek food, but I think that's kind of more why my sister and myself kind of lean more towards being Greek because everybody's, you know, so used to, you mm-hmm. know, Mexican music here. Because we have a large community of um, Hispanic people, not just Mexicans, but um,
0: a large oh, community Latinos. of
1: Latinos.
0: <laughs> Yeah, well, I j- a lot of the songs though I didn't realize. Have you ever seen? It's like an old Disney movie. It's called the Three, the Three Caballeros.
1: Yeah, I watched it,
0: it when I was a kid, and I didn't realize like because I had seen that. I w- that song has "Solamente Una in it. Really? Yeah, and I was like, because I always recognized it, <laughs> but you just can watch like Donald Duck desecrate all of your Mexican classics <laughs> if you would like. If you want for to watch for nine ninety five. You this
1: disc watch. includes Donald Duck ruining, solamente una vez. Ah, uh,
0: Ch- en Chihuahua. In Chihuahua. Cla- other classics like La Negra. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's it's kind of funny because in that movie they all, they go to Brazil and they go to uh, Mexico City. Oh really? And the, Mexico, the Brazilian part was in Bahia, I guess.
1: Yeah. No, and then even um I forgot. Oh um, have you ever seen that movie, um, The Five Year Engagement or something like that?
2: No. I think that's what it's called. Or. or but in that it was, <laughs> exactly that's that's the whole <laughs> the comedy whole, about it. Yeah, that was a movie based on my life. On your life. Oh, oh. snap. Oh. Er,
0: er, er. Dritting, kidding. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he's already married and got three kids and nobody knows about it. Um yeah, but even in that song, there's this um it's called um um I forgot the name of the uh song, Mariachi song, but it's Chris Pratt. And he gets married to, you know, the person he's gonna get married to in the movie. And he starts singing this, you know, I was watching it, and then, like, I heard it, and I was like, oh, okay, it sounds like this song in in Spanish, or this mariachi song, and then he starts singing it, and I'm like, okay, and then, but, and then throughout the movie, like, when people get married or something romantic happens, whatever, he starts singing that song, which is funny, because the song talks about the complete opposite, it talks about a bird, and, like, being left, the bird, supposedly, left by the, his, you know, companion, his wife, spouse, whatever you'd say in bird talk, you know. But she, le- <laughs> she leaves and he's sad about it, and that's what you know he's crying about. Oh, is it that song
0: know? that's like Your Dead Bird or something like that? My Bird Died. What song? No, is that's that? a different song. Oh, how, how do you say that in Spanish? Which one is that? Um, it's like Me Bird is Dead. Me Bird is Dead. That's exactly <laughs> how you say it. Direct translation. <laughs> Write that down, Aaron. Write that <laughs> down. Spanish 101. <laughs> Spanish 101.
1: Me, <laughs> me Dead Bird. That's well, how you, how do you that's say your Dead name.
0: Bird in Spanish. Muerte
1: muerto. Uh, you want me to directly translate yes. that or the song? Or oh, okay, directly it's, translate the uh, to pájaro muerto, to pájaro muerto. And isn't that Your a, dead is not that a song? Um, there's a a few songs that are talk about that, but um, like <laughs> there's a lot of kind birds of, dying <laughs> down in Mexico City. It's it signifies something my else, okay? Bird is dead. Yeah, pretty much. You da, know. Da, da, Here you da, got da, the da, Dean Martin. Da, that's da, some more, you know. And then over there, yeah, <laughs> my bird is dead. You know, um good old like classics. Like for like, um I think that should be the name of it Golon- My, <laughs> My Bird is dead. That's perfect. No, and that's that's the thing, like like there that, there's a few songs, like for example, Golondrina Amaria, Amarillo, however you say. It? Um, I think that's one song that kinda talks about something like that. And even in other songs like bandas it talks about, you know, but it kind of just signifies, you know. There's this one song called "No hay novedad," which means there's nothing new because you know she left, and you know the the birds died. There's no water in the fountain. That's literally what he says. He's like the birds died. There's no water in the fountain. There's this Jeez, and that. Man. It's kind of like you know. That's mariachi, sometimes can be the country of, of the, Mexico. Country. the country music of Mexico. You know what I'm saying? I was like, Hey, so if hey you let's play... go
0: get Pedro over here. He's sad. Yeah, he's like, Guys, I'm like really sad. They're like, Here, just write us some lyrics. Just he's write like, us some lyrics. I'm <laughs> not really good at rhyming. He's like, It doesn't matter. Just, doesn't write, it matter. just like, write it down. Just write it down. Well, my wife left me. <laughs> And I'm really sad. Yeah. Good, good. That's great. Keep going.
1: Yeah, that's the joke. You know what I'm saying? What do you get if you play mariachi and country music backwards?
0: Backwards. You get your house back. You get your wife back. You get you your dog, dog back. back. <laughs> get everything back.
1: Uh, now let's just go subtly into country. Oh, Anyways. No. man.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, we're getting near the end of our episode here, but...
1: Any other questions?
0: Before we ro- roast some marshmallows, uh, I wanted you to play uh, a song. You well, we can play one more song. Can you play "Cien Cien Años"?
1: Cien Años. Um, off the top of my head, no, I have I'm to remember do it, it to you. Oh, you're gonna do it to me? No, I'm just kidding. You're well, then play
0: play another uh, classic song that you like while all I right. get the marshmallows out.
1: Oh, of course, sir. All right, all right. Here's another here's another song for the twenty thousand v- viewers out there. I mean, listeners. <laughs> um, um, it's called um. Anio de Compromiso. And this is uh, usually a song that I play for, like, older generations. And excuse the ASMR, like, uh, marshmallow bags being opened in the back, please. <laughs> we apologize. We apologize. It, it's, it's actually cool. super loud. We can hear it's, it very well. <laughs> he's like, can you hear this? Like, oh, oh. Oh, and that was that noisy. was an earthquake. Was oh, noisy. I'm sorry. Tucson just got hit by a 7.2 <laughs> you know earthquake. But the podcast is still going. That's how it is. Yeah, but here's a song. It's called Anillo de Compromiso.
3: Anillo de bodas que puse en tu mano Anillo, que símbolo de nuestro amor, que unió para siempre y por toda la vida a nuestras dos almas delante de Dios. Hoy vive sufriendo no más por mi culpa. Perdona lo injusto que fui sin querer Creyendo que solo con mucho cariño Podría darte todo, maldita mi fe Anillo de compromiso cadena de nuestro amor, anillo de compromiso que la suerte quiso que uniera los dos. Yeah. Uh these well, years years of practice. Yeah,
0: man. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Of course, bro. And That's thanks for, for. Uh, playing us some couple songs. I okay.
1: Aaron just wiped the tears. It's all right. It's <laughs> all right. I know you were touched. Is that a breakdown. In the here?
3: still yeah. of night. night. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm sorry.
1: I'm getting a little too romantic. Yeah, I know, right? My. Yeah. Never mind. Oh. It's all hot and heavy over here. Oh, he, so uh,
0: well, we're making some I guess uh, the marshmallows are not the only now. mushy ones here. <laughs> <laughs> so we're roasting marshmallows oh, right yeah. now. We're going to have some s'mores. So if you guys can just uh, imagine that happening right now. Yeah, just imagine that. Imagine, know, imagine as, uh, a candle. <laughs> we're, a just gonna as, we're just
2: going to have gonna ASMR. Like we are box. holding marshmallows over a candle.
0: Oh, yeah. Just ASMR. A just like we used to do in the old days. Yeah. So I guess that will end our episode for today. Thank yeah, you course. again for coming. I didn't thank, thank Jacob last week. It just kind of like stopped the episode, I realized. So. That's all right, but you remembered you remembered you remembered, <laughs> you remembered, <laughs> you
3: remembered,
1: you remembered, you remembered. You member. <laughs> mamber, you member man. We we will have yeah, you back
2: because you did such a great job. No,
1: he just wants me
0: to sing to him again. Yeah, he's like that's what uh, he wants. maybe he'll play boys to men this time. Yes. He's like he'll come back. R and B. We'll hey, no, we that's, should. That's honestly, be our, no, yeah. That's, that's gonna you gonna be and me. R and B music. R&B yeah, we'll talk about music. it. Yeah, and they played at the fair one year and someone's like, That's not boys to men, that's men to old geezers. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> not funny hey. at all.
1: Aaron is very hurt by good, that comment. Good, that's the he point of this podcast. That's he loves music
2: from My time, that's my era, right? Oh, there. Okay. Yeah, he's like, I'm sorry.
3: He's like, we don't even talk anymore.
1: <laughs> uh, we don't even know what we are. That's what. You, that's how you guys are. You don't even know how you what you argue about anymore. Yeah, man. Goodness, yeah. boys to men is just about this podcast. That's what it is. There you go.
0: Well, thank you for listening to this week's version uh, episode of the Two Crazy Scoops podcast. Tune in next week for our special guest, Daniel Rojo, as he talks to us even more about mariachi music. This is what our podcast, I mean, we start with Star
2: Wars, we're going to end with that. Or we're going to continue after that, but I hey. I thought it was Pancho Villa.
0: <laughs> well, don't ruin it for everybody, the, okay? The,
2: the mariachi section will be very short next week.
0: Man, I'm like, I'm trying to end this episode. I got to do the voice again.
2: Okay, I'm oh. Sorry. Thank you for listening to this week's version of the uh, Two Crazy Souls Podcast. <laughs> Tune
0: in next week is Daniel Roe who comes and talks to us about mariachi music and Pancho Villa. <laughs> Thanks for coming!